0: I am lost, I am nothing without my faults, and these lines crossed, and these lines crossed, Oh.
1: All right, so there we had uh, three Mary Jennings songs. We had Home, This Means War, and Love You Best.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and what are we going to play next?
2: Um, We'll play some Tectonic Plates Okay. Mary Jennings. Okay, here we go.
0: drew you to me But our own separate forces come back into seismicity From the start But the
3: differing
0: poles in our hearts Tore us apart We shifted, drifted far and wide Diverging with the tide
3: Okay, so we that
2: was Tectonic Plates from Mary Jennings. And I will keep on playing more of her music. Um, and this one will be...
3: Let's play this one again. Love You Best from Mary Jennings.
0: She'll stay here but Speeding faster backwards Down this one-way street And you can't find the room Suddenly need to flee from all these worries that keep he-
1: All right, hey everyone. We have uh, Mary Jennings on right now.
2: Yes,
4: we do. Uh,
1: Mary, you want to? Can we hear? She, can you hear? Y- yeah, I'm here. <laughs> uh, one second, Mary. Yes. How about now. Now. Uh, all right. Okay. Give us a second. We uh, sure. Have Dick, Dick. We just had her on here, but now we're having an issue. So um, let me just see for a second here.
4: Take your time.
1: Um, huh, interesting. Oh, hi, here we go. Can you hear now? Dan?
4: Yes.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah? Okay. All <laughs>
2: right. We got it. Okay, great. All right. Um. So, um, Mary, it's been a while since I've talked to you.
4: I uh, know. It really has been, but I'm glad to be chatting with you again.
2: So how have you been?
4: I've been fine. I've been uh, busy being a mom.
2: <laughs> have you worked on any um, recent music?
4: Yes, I have. I was actually just in the studio doing a um, fully produced version of If I Only Had a Heart from The Wizard of Oz. And uh, you know, doing it in a very electronic way. So um, we just finished getting that mastered and we'll probably get it out pretty soon. That's and going awesome. back in the studio again uh, on Friday, actually.
2: That's so exciting.
4: Yeah, yeah. So it's been good. I've been doing music as often as I can and still playing and having lots of inspiration from having a little one. Yeah. It's been good.
2: It sounds good. I just um, released a song as well.
4: I saw that, and I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but I really, really want to, and I think it's amazing. No, I did listen to it. You sent it to me on SoundCloud, right?
2: Yeah, yeah I, sent, I sent that on SoundCloud. Now it's on Spotify. And,
4: yes, and I did listen to it. And it was great. Are you going to do more?
2: Yeah, I'm working on an EP.
4: That's awesome. So I have like a
2: um, four-track four EP.
4: That's awesome. So That's I mostly
2: cool. have all the songs written out. So I have a friend, Connor, that um, helped me on the that song. And I wrote that song um, because I went to Miami, Florida um, this winter and Mm -hmm. I did a mission trip about it. So so all the lyrics are, so it's all about that.
4: That's awesome. Well, I think it's great that you're doing that. I mean, you've been so supportive to musicians and I think it's amazing that you're coming out with your own music.
2: Yeah. It's been a while since I've done it. I I did it before, but then I kind of laid back and just came out here. And then I said, well, now I have so many friends that do music. So Absolutely. I said, so I said, you know, if I had the chance to record something down here, I will do it.
4: That's so, awesome.
2: So um, what kinds of um other stuff have you been working on? Anything you can tell me?
4: Sure. I mean, most of what I've been doing, I've been teaching some voice lessons to um, a girl that's a lead singer of a band here called Fame and Fiction. Um, I've been doing a lot of studio work for other musicians, like singing backup vocals and things like that. And then again, just being in the studio and working on that cover. And now, um, you know, the producer that I worked with and I got along so well that we're going to try to do some co-writing and maybe put together, you know, a small EP moving forward um, that, you know, kind of has a similar vibe to what I've been doing over the past few years. Um, I haven't played as many shows lately, but the inspiration has been mostly in writing, which I've needed to do, so that's been really, really great. And then, obviously, I still do the Bolo Ties, and I've had a few... um, country artists wear them for the Grammys and for the CMAs and things like that. So that's been a lot of fun. So yeah, mostly music, momming and bolo ties.
2: That's exciting. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. when I get more money I'll be buying more bow ties. Uh,
4: okay. That's a deal. I'll give you a discount.
2: Um so how is having a little girl?
4: Oh my gosh it may be the best thing in the whole world. I mean, it is certainly, you know, difficult to be a parent, um, but Eliza is the sweetest child and we're just you know, every day we just become closer friends and I just love her every more every day, even more every day which I didn't even know was possible, but she just has completely well, she's completed my life. You know? Yeah. I didn't realize I was missing anything until I had her. And I didn't realize life could be this full.
2: So, she is so adorable when I see pictures flying around on Facebook or Instagram. She's a, yeah. so adorable looking at
4: well, she's, And she's very expressive. So we have a lot of fun taking selfies together. And she just smiles and laughs all the time. I mean, she is hilarious. And I hope she just continues to be funny because... Entertains me
2: every day. That's that's it's so nice. Like it's like I see pictures of my nephew on Facebook and, and and Instagram, and I'm I repost them because I just want to share of all the joyness of having a nephew.
4: Absolutely, and your nephew is darling. I have seen those pictures, and so cute. So,
2: so cute. I mean, my sister does, like, all the artsy things for the little trip she does coming mm-hmm. home. And she likes her um, chalkboard paper.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: So she's been doing so much stuff with her blog that she started That's living because so cool. she lives in um, Germany. So mm-hmm. so she's been doing all that kind of fun jazz
4: yeah that's awesome
2: so like about your music so what sure. like um what's your favorite song that you've recorded in the past
4: that is probably the most impossible question um, or you
2: can i if i or you can cut it down i guess and just i
4: mean I think so each i mean each song has these special moments that happen in the studio that you can't prepare for. And, you know, I'm a I'm a very emotional person about music. And, I mean, especially with uh, the Metamorphosis record, uh, the most recent um, release without, the, if you don't include the remixes, that experience, I, I got along so well with um, that producer, Nathan Rosenberg. And, I mean, I probably cried at some point during the production process of every song in a positive way, not like cried upset, but yeah. cried happy. I cannot believe that this is my music. So, and it, you know, it's the most random moments that happen. Um, I think that probably doing home in the studio was one of the more interesting and fun ones Yeah, I did. Um, and in part, that was because I had a lot of fun with the vocals and my, um, uh, best friend and drummer, uh, here, you know, Neil, he was in Nashville and he did all the drums and then sent them to New York and we put them in there and it just was this, you know, kind of long distance working relationship, but it went so well Yeah, and it was so cool and I just hadn't done a lot of stuff like that before, so, um... The, you know, that was one of the first ones we recorded from that album, and it really set the stage for how interesting and unique the rest of the experiences were going to be.
2: We love playing home on the radio Aww, so much. Thank you. We play it every time I get in this in this studio room. I play it. The first, that's the first song on the list.
4: Awesome. That makes me feel so good.
2: Um. So are you thinking of having um, any new songs on any TV shows this, this, um, this year?
4: Uh, I hope so. I mean, that would be awesome. I definitely have a lot of people working on that for me. Um, I work with uh, several different non-exclusive companies that, that play stuff. Uh, in the past, I guess, six months to a year, I've had a lot of stuff like One Brick Play and Home. both played on different sports shows. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know of anything coming up immediately. But I, a remember, lot of times I
2: remember I, Um, Dance Moms.
4: Oh, yeah. And with, with those, I don't usually know until right before it's going to air. So there's not a good way for me to prepare for those moments. Yeah. But I usually find out like a day or two before it, it airs so that, you know, I can let the world know that it's going to be on there. But yeah, the Dance Moms shows are great because they're not just, it's not just background music. You know, yeah, it's they're just actually dancing. dancing to your songs. And, it, I mean, the first time they ever used one of my songs, they used move. And, I mean, I cried my eyes out. So, like, These girls are dancing so beautifully yeah. to this song. And that one actually had girls and guys. And they just did such a good job.
2: I mean, I was, like, screaming in front of the TV. I Oh my gosh, that's Mary Jennings' song. I was like, is that Mary Jennings? And it's like, yes, it is. <laughs> So I had to replay it over and over, and I said, oh "My gosh, that is her music playing."
4: Yeah, it's so cool, and it makes you just feel good and, and validated when you know your music is is used for things that are creative, like dancing, and and it just it was awesome. So hopefully, we'll get more of those.
2: Yeah, that would be fun.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely.
2: So, um, anything that has has been good in your life that is about music that would you want to share with me like anything like you know you because you're working on that new single mm-hmm. um have you been thinking of doing a new album
4: i would love to um i definitely have so most of the albums that i've put out in the in the past have got some kind of a theme to them and obviously metamorphosis is all about change because i was going through a lot of change and yeah my life. And um, one of the newer songs that I've written uh, is called Matriarch. And, you know, it's all about kind of like ruling your family and this sense of um, support within a family. And I I grew up with, with some am- amazing matriarchal women. And so I think a lot of, I mean, at least a lot of the writing I've been doing has kind of those themes that are sinking in, so that will probably kind of be the be the backbone of um, a new album. But I say that now. I mean, it could change 15 different times before I actually release anything. So that's where my head's at right now, though.
2: Have you written any songs for your little girl?
4: Yes. Well, Matriarch is, is for her, and it kind of talks about um, how special it is that, you know, she came, came in your life. I'm, well, yeah. Well, and, and I came from my mother, who was so important to me. And she comes from me, so in a way she also is connected to my mom. And, you know, she just she has brought out a sense of strength that I didn't know I had. And so it's all about that, about how amazing she is and, you know, how she's just brought out the matriarch in me.
2: I kind of have a question. Like, how would you, like— I've been writing. I wrote a couple of songs. Did when when you were younger, did you ever have any songs that like, or like not so sad, like when you're when you're writing them,
4: that 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 are sad or are not sad?
2: That are sad.
4: Oh, most yeah. I mean, pretty much when I so for me, when I started writing music when I was like fifteen. Most of my songs were sad because that was my way of expressing when I was hurt. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I, you know, when I was happy, I would, you know, live my life and whatever. I didn't need to write about being happy. I needed to write about what hurt. Yeah. And that was just that was it for me. Um, and what I have found is that when I'm at my happiest, I write less because I feel like I don't have anything to say. Yeah. yeah, I don't have anything to say because I'm happy. Um, not that there is anything wrong with happy songs. It's just not my wheelhouse. It's not, um, you know, I have a few happy songs or funny songs, but it's, most of the time they are my way to get out all the ugly that's gone on in my life or or any of the sadness or just flat-out feeling insecure, and, and that's been a way to kind of empower myself to get through those things. yeah. So I don't think that's weird at all. I think that... And I think a lot of musicians use music as a way to get through a bunch of junk, you know?
2: Yeah. Okay, just just wondering.
4: <laughs> yes. No, it's just totally... I, I get asked it all the time. In fact, what's so funny is when I get asked, why? You're such a happy person. How? Why do you have all these dark songs? And my answer is... You know, I'm able to be a happy person because I get all this sadness out in my music, and then I let it go. Yeah. You know, I don't have to be sad anymore. So, you know, I'm happy in day-to-day life. You don't want to get rid of your happiness, so why would I need to write about it?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I was writing a sad song, but it was mostly kind of happy but mostly sad at the same time.
3: But, yeah, I mean... oh, yeah.
4: Like nostalgic or, or even, like, uh, just emotive in general. Yeah. Cuz they can be positive songs but have a sad undertone.
3: Yeah.
4: I think it's totally normal. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: So I love when I listen to your album cuz I listen to all of them once a day <laughs> if I if I need <laughs> okay. to. Um I mean, I listen to like the remix one. We play the uh-huh. remix a lot on um on the radio.
4: That's cool. That's awesome.
2: Because it has some good, cool mixes and different oh, yeah. sounds.
4: Totally, totally different take from the normal songs.
2: So, is it like different, different when you um start mixing and writing? Like, how, what's the process?
4: What, for the remixes or just writing songs in general? And
2: writing, like, the remixes and, like, how do you put them all together with the when you go into the studio?
4: So that's the cool part about the remixes. So, um, as you know, I'm sure from, from recording your own music. Yeah. When I go into the studio, each instrument or voice has its own track. So I separate, well, I don't, my producer did, separated all of the tracks into individual files. And then we give those to the producers that are remixing it. So I basically told them, what I want is your vision of these songs. Use what you want. Make them as fast or as slow as you want. You know, however you want to approach them, do it. I didn't want to, I didn't want to add any influence to it because the way I hear it is how it's recorded. Yeah. So it was really cool because I wasn't in the studio with them at all. I basically said, here's the stuff. Let me know if you have questions. And, you know, they would come to me and say, you know, are you okay with this direction? And I was never going to say no. They could have done it anyway. Yeah. But the whole point was for them to have their voice with my songs. So that was the cool part about the remix album is that I really, I wasn't in the studio for any of it, um, except, you know, obviously doing the stuff for the original record. Um, and then they just got to play with it.
2: Well, it came out good.
4: Well, thank you. <laughs> I think it did, too. And it's it's neat because knowing uh, the two different producers, it's so very them. You know what I mean? Like uh, Tom's remixes are, are very him and Makai's remixes are very him. So, it, I don't know, it just it came out so much cooler than I ever thought. Because it's still me, but it's also them.
3: Yeah.
2: Me and Austin, when we um when we were, when we came to see you got when we saw you live, we were so mm-hmm. excited, um seeing you got seeing you live. I was excited for sure.
4: Well, <laughs> I was excited to meet you because you know we we known each other for years, so it was so cool to actually see you in person. It just absolutely made my year.
2: It made my year.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean i I was very excited. mostly posting every day. Well the, the mostly the time when before the show. I was mostly like, sure. so excited. It was um, so cool. My roommate says hello. Um I
4: tell him I said hello back.
2: Was uh, it, is it, is it Michael name? Um no, it's um Jay uh not Jay, <laughs> sorry. Um Zach.
4: Yeah, oh yeah, okay, yes. Tell him I said
2: hello. Um, but Mikey is one of my friends. Yes. Um, and, you know, I tell them you should listen to um, Mary Jennings because she's very good. Oh,
4: um, <laughs> thanks.
2: Um, so I'm going to... Um, What kind of song do you want me to play next?
4: You get to play whatever you want. Okay. Play your favorite.
2: Okay, my favorite would be Home again.
4: (laughs) You play anyone you want.
2: Okay, I'm gonna bring you to Austin. What's up?
1: Hey, Mary. Sorry, we only have one set of headphones, so only one person can talk. No
4: worries. No big deal at all. Um.
1: But um, yeah, I, I just want to thank you for coming on because we we only oh, have ten minutes left, and I want to play some more music. Oh, no,
4: um, um, I appreciate you guys having me on. It really it really means a lot to me that you guys support my music, and I mean I'll do it any time. I and mean, my schedule is a little bit more wonky because of the baby, but yeah. I will work it out any way I can.
1: Awesome, thank you so much. Well, we'll I'm sure Dan will be contacting you in the future about it. Um, okay,
4: sounds great. So we're all good with the interview.
1: Yep. Yep. Okay. All right, then we will uh we'll talk to you soon, hopefully.
4: Sounds great. Thank and thank you again for having me on.
1: Yep. Hey, thanks for being on.
4: All right. Okay. Bye. Right.
3: Bye. I am
0: lost. I am lost. I am nothing without And these lines crossed, and these lines crossed, where we fall but get back up. to wow. do
2: the WVUD Radio Hall of
5: Fame. To say that Michelle Ngari, now Michelle Marks, was extremely prolific in her four-year tenure at WVUD would be a gross understatement. Michelle played a key role in many of the station's great accomplishments between 2007 and 2011. Serving first as PR Promotions Director before eventually becoming a two-year General Manager, Michelle was a consistently productive member of WVUD's Operations Board. Michelle was a relationship builder that was able to entice other organizers to partner and promote with WVUD. This manifested itself in programs like Blue Hen Hot Seat and What the Cluck. She was also a driving force behind WVUD's Power Increase, the Dare to be Loud CD series, and the nascent stages of the basement's radio development. Michelle's hard work resulted in a well-deserved UD Award for Best Organizational Leader, as well as WVUD Award for Student of the Year. Tireless, devoted, and always a positive force, Michelle is a shining example of what a student can accomplish at WVUD, and we are extremely happy to welcome her to our Hall of Fame.
2: That's another trip Inside the WVUD Radio Hall of Fame on 91.3 FM, WVUD, Newark. Okay, so the last song I'll be playing from Mary Jennings. That was a great interview I did with her. And I'm going to play her favorite song, my favorite song, Home, and
3: it's a remix.
1: Alright guys, uh, we're running a little over uh, That's all we got for today I'm Austin I'm Dan And we're Two Guys, guys in the Sound, sound system. system And you're listening to WVUD and WVUD HD1
3: Newark Don't do anything I will not be doing this week And WVUD Newark You're listening to 91.3
2: FM, WVUD, and WVUD HD1, Newark.